In today's dars, we will speak about the blessed day of Juma. As we are slowly getting back into our normal routines in this pandemic that has continued for more than two years now, but we are still blessed that God Almighty has given us such a comprehensive code of life and code of, of conduct and really a map to reach Him. If you truly look at the Holy Quran in its, in its true sense, you will see that it is like a manual, a map that will guide you throughout every turn and every aspect of life so that you finally reach the end goal which is God Almighty. And one thing that is unique about Islam that is, makes it so far more superior than any other religion, that is how it has given us every remedy for every single ailment that you can think of. And it makes it such a routine that on a regular basis we are able to reconnect with God Almighty with these various, so to speak, vitamins that will help our bodies. So for example, on a daily basis, we pray five times a day. On a weekly basis, we do Jumma or Friday prayers. On a yearly basis, we have Ramadan. And on a lifetime basis, we have Hajj. And there's so many other aspects of faith, but it makes it so beautiful that Ramadan changes every year because it's on the lunar calendar. So in one way, the moon is used and on the other side, our daily salat is based on the sun or where the sun is in the daytime or what the time is of the day. And so in this way, every single aspect of what God has created, He has given us a means of using and utilizing the creation of God. But then you look at other people and you look at other nations. And one particular group you can look at are the Jews who were given a very holy day of Sabbath and yet, they not only rejected their holy day, but years later they even rejected the holy prophet Muhammad ﷺ who was in their midst. In fact, God Almighty became very displeased and the wrath of God descended on them because they violated their holy day of Sabbath. And this is why in the Holy Quran, in Surah Jummah, it's very interesting how in this context of verses and surahs, it then tells us as Muslims, be very careful about the obligation that you have of attending the Jummah prayer. To shed some light on this, Hazrat Muslim has said, every people has a Sabbath, and the Muslim Sabbath is Friday. As soon as the call for prayer is made, all business is to cease and the faithful should attend the mosque to listen to the imam's sermon or the khutbah. And it, which usually deals with some current subject concerning the moral and social needs of the community and how to fulfill them. As the surah seems particularly to deal with the time of the promised Messiah the call for Friday prayer may also signify his clarion call to Muslims to listen to his message. So Jumma itself is directly related to the coming of the promised Messiah Whether you look at the time frame, the years, 
or even the very purpose of Jummah and how it is truly fulfilled in this day and age through the advent of the promised Messiah Now we all claim, a very big claim, to be followers of that Messiah. The Messiah who was to come on this earth and uplift and revive the entire mankind. And after his passing, we are the ones who have that large claim on our shoulders that we will in fact fulfill his mission and his desire. And so how could we do that if his desire is directly connected to Friday prayer and we ourselves are not even attending Friday prayer? As the Muslim Allah continues to say, he says that unlike Jewish or Christian Sabbath, the Muslim Sabbath is not a day of rest. Before the Friday prayer and after it, Muslims are exhorted to follow their daily schedules of work and hobbies. The word Fazlullah or Allah's grace, it generally means doing business and earning one's livelihood. So Allah Almighty is actually saying that you go, you're spending the day working hard, then take a break. Separate from the world for a quick moment. Go to the mosque, listen to the sermon, address the social needs, reconnect with the community, but then return to your world. Return to the, to the livelihood, the earnings that you're doing, and continue the rest of your day. He further says, that this surah particularly deals with the time of the promised Messiah as I've already mentioned, whose advent has been referred to as the advent of the Holy Prophet Muhammad wasallam himself, that he would come to re-establish the work of the Holy Prophet on this very earth by being his Messiah. And verse number 12 shows that the Messiah's time, it would be a time of trade and commerce, but in such a time that trade and commerce will in fact engross people's attention and they will have little time to give to God. What is that verse? The verse is, but when they see some merchandise or some amusement, they break up for it and leave thee standing. Say that which is with Allah is better than amusement and merchandise and Allah is the best provider. What an amazing depiction of this day and age in the world we currently live in. There's nothing that shines more, you know, has more glitter and shine than the materialistic ambitions of this world today. Doesn't matter what you're trying to purchase or what you're trying to attain, there is some corporation behind it trying to make an extra dollar and trying to engross you into a materialistic lifestyle. And that is why Jummah is actually supposed to help us disconnect from that materialistic want and to realize our true purpose. And if we were to look at the entire world at large, we see that Muslims are fully engrossed in that materialistic pursuit. And if we too fall prey to that materialistic pursuit, then we have not benefited from the event of the promised Messiah he says, To add to man's forgetfulness of God, there will be all sorts of amusements, sports, pastimes, to divert his attention from God. Muslims have been admonished in this verse not to neglect their spiritual well-being in the pursuit of material gains and sensuous pleasures. So now let's look at this verse 
it is basically a warning so that Muslims don't make the mistakes that the Jews made and then become recipients of Allah's displeasure. But I want to delve a little bit deeper into some of the, the statements made by the Holy Prophet Muhammad on how important the Friday prayer is. Because it's one thing for me to tell you how important it is, it's another thing to hear it from the one who was commanded first to institute this blessed day for all Muslims to come. In the hadith it says, خَيْرُ يَوْمِ تَلَاتِ عَلَيْهِ الشَّمْسُ يَوْمُ الْجُمْوَةِ فِيهِ خُلِقَ آدَمَ وَفِيهِ أُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ وَفِيهِ أُخْرِجَ مِنْهَا I will give a brief translation in Urdu as well. دونوں میں سے بہترین دن جس دن سورج چڑھتا ہے وہ جمعہ کا دن ہے اسی دن آدم پیدا کیے گئے اسی دن جنت میں سے لے جائے گئے اور اسی دن جنت سے نکالے گئے The Holy Prophet Muhammad صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم has said that the best of days on which the sun rises is Friday. On that day was Adam created. On that day he was admitted to the garden. And on that day he was expelled therefrom. Furthermore, Ahazah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ne firmaya ke ek jummeh me firmaya tha ke ay musulmano, ay musulmano ki jamaat, ye din aisa hai ke usse khuda ne khushi ya eid ka din banaya hai. Stating the greatness of Friday prayer, the Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, stated at Jummah, he said, O ye Muslims, or the Jamaat of Muslims, Allah has established this day as a day of celebration or a day of Eid. As you all know, Eid translates in a very unique way. Eid means something that will continuously return, and specifically the returning of happiness. So if we truly have this pursuit of happiness in America, right? As we, so, as we so state that we have a pursuit of happiness, the question then is, why don't we tap into what God Almighty has given us as that pursuit of happiness in the form of a weekly gathering, a form of Jummah, where we are guaranteed or we are given that beautiful promise of a returning happiness. As a Muslim, Allah further states, Actually, the promised Messiah Islam says, I'll read the original text and then the translation. As the Masih Maud alayhi salatu wa salam farmate hain ke Jumma Eid hi hai, magar bohot se log is Eid se bekhabar hain. Dusre Eidon ko kapde badalte hain, lekin is Eid ki parwa nahi karte. Or mele kuchle kapdon ke saath aate hain. میرے نزدیک یہ عید دوسری عیدوں سے افضل ہے پرامس مسائل اسلام سٹیس جمعہ از عید بٹ مینی پیپل آر ان اویئر آف دس عید دے چینج دیئر کلوز آن ادر عیدس بٹ دے ڈو ناٹ گیو پراپر امپورٹنس ٹو دس عید وچ از جمعہ اینڈ دے کم وتھ ڈرٹی کلوز ان مائی اپینین دس عید از گریٹر دین دی ادر ٹو عیدس In another place, there is a hadith. Hazrat Salman 
فارسی رضی تعالیٰ عنہ کہتے ہیں کہ رسول خدا صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے فرمایا جو شخص جمعے کے دن غسل کرے اور جس قدر اس کے امکان میں ہو تہارت کر کے اپنا تیل لگائے یا اپنے گھر کی خوشبو استعمال کرے اور پھر نماز جمعے کے لیے نکلے اور ایسے دو آدمیوں کے درمیان جو مشر کے اندر بیٹھے ہوں تفریق نہ کرے اور جس قدر اس کی قسمت ہو نماز پڑھے بعد ازاں جس وقت امام خطبہ پڑھنے لگے تو خاموش رہے پس اس کے وہ گناہ جو اس جمعے اور دوسرے جمعے کے درمیان ہوئے ہوئے ہیں بخش دیے جائیں گے حضرت سلمان الفارسی رضی تعالیٰ عنہ ریلیٹس دا ہولی پرافٹ محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سید ہی ہو ٹیکس اے فل بیتھ آن فرائیڈے کلینزز ہم سیلف یوزز اویل اینڈ پرفیوم گوز فار فرائیڈے پریئر ہی ڈز ناٹ کاز اینی بریک بٹوین ٹو پیپل ہو آر سٹنگ ٹوگیدر میننگ ہی ڈز نٹ سپریٹ ٹو پیپل ہو آر سٹنگ ٹوگیدر ان دا ماسک ہی آفرس پریئر اکارڈنگ ٹو ہز ابلٹی لسنس ٹو دا سرمن سائلنٹلی آل ہز سنس فرام دا لاسٹ فرائیڈے ٹل دس فرائیڈے آر فار گیون نظر حدیث حضرت ابو حریرہ بیان کرتے ہیں کہ آن حضرت صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے جمعہ کا ذکر کیا اور فرمایا اس میں ایک ایسی گھڑی آتی ہے کہ جب مسلمان کو ایسی گھڑی ملے اور وہ کھڑا نماز پڑھ رہا ہو تو جو دعا مانگے وہ قبول کی جاتی ہے آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے ہاتھ کے اشارے سے بتایا کہ یہ گھڑی بہت ہی مختصر ہوتی ہے ہولی پرافٹ محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سید دیر از آن دیٹ ڈے اے اسمال اسپیس اے اسمال ٹائم فریم ڈورنگ جمعہ وین وٹ ایور اے مسلم پریز فور از گرینٹیڈ حضور ایکسپلینس ان فیکٹ ہی ایکسپلین وتھ اے جیسٹر آف ہز فنگرس دیٹ دس ٹائم فریم از ویری ویری شارٹ سو ناؤ وی سی فرام دیز ویریس نیریشنس دی امپورٹنس آف دا بلیسڈ ڈے آف جمعہ And how it even supersedes the two Eids that we all prepare and get ready for, for hours. And yet, we have a Jummah or an Eid every Friday that sometimes we neglect. And a lot of our members try to use a Hadith that, you know, you should not miss four or three Jummahs in a row. So they do the bare minimum by making sure they do one Jummah a month or one Jummah every for two, two weeks or three weeks, this should not be our standard. The promised Messiah did not come to establish one Jummah a month or two Jummahs a month. A Jummah is on Friday for a reason. It should be every week. And it's very critical that we make that effort to actually open up our schedules and make it a priority. The reason why Saturday is off and Sunday is off in this country, there's historical reasons for it. And there's no reason why we, especially living in certain cities where there's a vast majority of Muslims, well, we cannot pursue by speaking to our employers or our education or academic officials where we can be able to take that time off and come to Jummah prayer. There was even a Shura proposal a few years back that encouraged us to bring our children. Because I myself have seen, my generation, they did not go to Jummah when they were in high school or junior high or even elementary. 
And that trend continued in university and now they're with children living in various places in the country and they still do not give true preference to Jummah. And when I think back about it, I'm wondering why that happened. It's because they didn't have that importance when they were young. And there was no way on, you know, on, on earth that somehow one day they would wake up and begin to start coming to Jummah. This is why I think that Shura proposal is very critical. And I hope that we will understand it. Now I would like to share a brief excerpt from a Friday sermon in May 2019 from Hazur. Again, this is just before the pandemic hit. It gives you an idea of how important we should put Jummah prayer. He says, This is a very worrying situation which requires much attention. On one occasion, the Holy Prophet ﷺ instructed to offer the Friday prayers because one forsakes offering Friday prayers will deprive himself from paradise, even though they may be destined for paradise originally. Likewise, the Prophet instructed to participate in the Friday prayers on countless occasions. Moreover, he also issued warnings to those who miss it without good reason. Furthermore, he says, a businessman may say that he doesn't want to lose the customer, for he knows if such a customer will ever come again. Similarly, in the case of an employee who meets his superior may feel that since he is in good mood, therefore he... Therefore, if he were to seek leave, because it was a time for prayer or Friday prayer, perhaps his superior may become upset with him. And thus he will be deprived from receiving any favor from him. In such, if such a thought arises in a person, then their priorities are completely different. Their desire for the world supersedes their desire for God Almighty. So it's very, very critical for us to reassess ourselves our importance and the importance of Friday prayer. And let us pray that God Almighty can give us the strength, the courage, the understanding and the importance and above all the priority to give our faith over worldly affairs so that God Almighty can open a door for us to enter paradise, enter a near or a place near, near God Himself. May Allah help us to do so. Amen. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم إنك حميد مجيد